a very scary, sad, depressing world we live in. All I hear in the background are Brett Michaels' vocals with Every Rose Has Its Thorn. That's all I hear. It's, it's, it's Halloween and... You want to know the scariest thing I can think of? No, it's not uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, no, no. Jason Voorhees. No, we don't care about that. Michael Myers. No. No, no, no. You want to know what's scarier than all that? The start of the New York basketball season. Well, oh, by the way, you want to hear something else that's scary? Go make sure to check out uh, the episode we had where we were supposed to recap the Jets and Giants game, but there was really nothing to recap except how frighteningly bad it was. Then we actually went off and talked about fantasy football and then predicted some football games. Go and check that out. That was a uh, that was a scary, scary episode, but oh, we're going to continue some... the fright right here. Well, I got some good news that the Brooklyn Nets got their first win today. They beat the Hornets. Uh, oh, all right. You got your first win, Brooklyn. Great. Congratulations. Wonderful. Okay, there you go. Uh, you know what? Ben Simmons actually played okay. 11 points. Great. What? Ben Simmons had 11 he points. scored? He had a double-double and was 5 for 6 from the field. Wow. How great is wow. that? Wow. Okay. The world, the sky isn't falling if you're a, a Brooklyn Nets fan today. It, it fell last year. And it's not going to stop. Yes. But yes, the Knicks are 1 and 2. <laughs> two very bad losses. This is just... Uh, not acceptable. I agree. And you're playing a team with revenge on their mind tomorrow in the Cavaliers. Not sure if if Donovan Mitchell's even going to play. He may or may not. But you know Cleveland has wanted to settle a score with the Knicks after getting bounced in the playoffs last year. And we're supposed to be doing an NBA Top 10 now. Before, we get be before you get started with the NBA Top 10, I want to say this was before all the fun started. So a few games into the season doesn't necessarily matter, but Chris didn't send me this. No, I sent you what? something pretty big. What, what trade that was just made? I know, but what I'm saying is, Chris did not send me. Uh, but wait, what are, what are you talking about? You sent me something. Yeah. It, what did you send me? Oh yeah, yeah. if you, you look in the chat there, you'll you'll see exactly what what uh, may not sound too big. Maybe it might be a little bigger than you think. Good God, what have the Clippers done? James Harden. What if the so, Clippers said done? bye-bye to Philly? He's going to the LA Clippers to join Russell Westbrook again. So Russell Westbrook with James Harden, with Paul George with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard with Figueiredo Zubats with another super team. If the super team, if the Clippers don't win the NBA title, well, I well James Harden he can't win a title. Russell Westbrook can't win one either. Uh, maybe our, our maybe our, our our friend Noah saw the saw something when he left the Clippers and and joined Brooklyn came to Brooklyn, right? I don't know. Well, uh, television though he's working with his dad on yes, right? Yeah, but he but he was calling the Clippers games on radio. Radio, yeah. What pays more? Yeah, but still, 
I mean, maybe okay, so pays more to be on television than on radio. Doesn't have to pay for uh, an apartment in the middle of Los Angeles. But the point I'm making is now hard. He hard now coming to the Clippers. I mean, maybe uh, the writing on the wall, because I don't know if this super team's even going to work. James Harden coming to a team is like the curse of death arriving on your doorstep. It's like Anubis showing up for you. Yeah. You think you could escape it? You think you could escape doom? You think Tyron Lue is going to deal with James Harden as Doc Rivers did? I don't know what Tyron Lue is going to do. Doc Rivers couldn't handle him. Stan Van Gundy couldn't handle him. Scotty Brooks couldn't handle him when he was with the Thunder, right? Right. Neither could... Was it... Wait, was he a part of the Steve Nash team? Mm, did he join Steve? Well, he was with Brooklyn, right? So Yeah, he was. Yeah, Nash so not couldn't even, do it. So not Nobody. Even... Yeah. Even the answer that... is no one has been able to succeed with James Harden. Because James Harden's his own man. He doesn't, he does, he's not coachable. He's his James own. Harden does not care about anything but his paycheck. And you know what? Can I blame him? No. He will be the most expensive player to never win a championship. The Rockets couldn't deal with him either. That's, uh, there's our other team, the Rockets. That's where I said Stan Van Gundy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That was Stan. That was old Stan. That was Stan the man. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is just, oh, God. Well, at least he's not in the conference anymore. All right. Hopefully the Clippers uh, don't implode on the first day that they play him. Hopefully Russell Westbrook doesn't get pissed off that his old nemesis is back in the locker room. Here's what the, uh, well, why don't we, by the way, read what the trade, since it was a trade, you know, teams get pieces in return for a trade. Yeah, what is this? What happened? Okay. So the Clippers... We'll get James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Philip Petrusa, just a new player for them. The Sixers will get Marcus Morris, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, K.J. Martin, multiple draft picks, and a swap of a pick. Wow. Those sound like that's a pretty nice return. I swear. Very nice return for a James Um, Harden. Yeah, but. I really don't see where the Clippers hurt themselves in this trade at all. Mm-hmm. Tucker and Harden are good haul. It's a very good haul. Are you kidding me? That 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 takes you from fighting for the fourth seed to automatic. Eight. You're up against. You're Eight. fighting with the Nuggets. And you have a Joel Embiid in the and with Joel Embiid and a Tobias Harris in the middle of that Sixers lineup. The Sixers want to win a title. This is their best shot to win a title now. If this does not win them a title, I don't know what will. What's going to win this team a title with after this move they just pulled? I don't know. That's all I can say. Here's all. No, it, it's not the Sixers. Well, first off, the Bucks are still in the East, and uh, good Celtics luck facing are... Dame and Giannis. Yeah. Then you have the uh, then you got the Celtics. Of course, you got to deal with them. Yeah. 
By the way, adding Porzingis, Abs. I think, was quietly one of the best things to ever happen for the Celtics because they're undefeated right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing we have going in the and East. And by the way, this early. makes the Clippers easily the best team in the West. You got the Nuggets. Are you kidding me? The Nuggets are still a, the Nuggets are, are the team to beat in the West right now. Talent from top to bottom, I would say it's I'd say it's the Clippers now. Don't sleep on the Sacramento Kings. Don't sleep on the Golden. Don't sleep on Golden State. I wouldn't sleep on them. I'm not sleeping on anyone. I'm just saying from top to bottom, the Clippers have the most talented roster in the West. If they don't win the West, then then I don't know what to say. You have to go out there and prove it. That's what you have to do now. Yeah, at this point, there's no more excuses. The Clippers either win or get blown apart. That's how it goes for them this year. NBA top 10. Uh, I know Chris didn't send it to me, so I want to know what he thinks. Right. Let's just go through these really, really quick. Yeah, let's do it. Beginning of the year. All right, Chris, thank you, by the way, Chris and Tony, for making this top 10 for us. All right, so this is the this is basically before the season began, but we're about three games in. Number 10 on the top 10 is our hometown, New York Knicks. <laughs> what, you think that's a problem, the Knicks are 10? I, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. That's a fair, that's a fair thing to have in the 10. What's Another year with the core that they have. Another year building the chemistry with Jalen Brunson and Julius. And, you know, Josh Hart. Now you got Dante DiVincenzo. And this is about the time when Thibodeau's uh, welcome wears out. This is how it's always been with him. The third year is always bad. I don't see how the Knicks are even worse. They're going to be under 500 this year for you. They're definitely a draft lottery team this year. Not like top five draft lottery, but I mean, like they're going to finish under 500. They play in a much tougher Eastern conference. The East is by far the best conference in basketball by far. And we were killing the, the East for years. Yeah. Well, for a good 17 to 18 years, the East was with the East was crap. The East has been crap since the early 2000s. It finally just turned. Yep. Finally, after 20 years. Yep. Well, now By we the have... way, this trade just weakened Philly. Made the Clippers a real actual contender. Well, so that trade you... actually uh, evens it out a little bit. Well, but, yeah, the Knicks happens. at 10. Ah, it's fun. Well, let's see how the Knicks go from here. Obviously, it's too early. Let's to see. Let, let's see what other teams he has. Because uh, that, that was a funny joke. Number time. Well, number nine is a team we just discussed with the trade that just happened. The Sixers are number nine on the top ten. So now that you got the pieces yeah. you just mentioned in return, I didn't even mention Tyrese Maxey is still here along with Embiid and Tobias Harris. So getting rid of the cancer in the locker room was a good thing. I think Harden gummed up the works. Yeah, I could see Philly at nine. Maybe they should be slightly higher, maybe. Let's see what the rest of this list looks like. All right, number eight, we go to the West. The Sacramento Kings are number eight on the top ten. Interesting. On this Dependent show. upon where the Clippers are, fine. DeMontis Sabonis, Darren Fox, this is a very, very powerful Kings team. Sabonis needs to take a step up if the Kings are going to experience anywhere near the success they experienced last year. That was kind of fluky. I think you're, Keegan Murray, I think you're going to see this Kings team play with an extra with an extra ounce this year. They're, they got to take that next step. They really do. Because the Lakers don't look like they're playing around this year right now. The Lakers have been awful, by the way, to start. <laughs> yeah, you saw the joke. Look close to good. Are you kidding me? You saw the joke? Did, yeah, did you hear the course. joke? 
Yeah, of course. You think LeBron James is going to save the NBA again at 38 years old. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number seven, the Cleveland Cavaliers are number seven on the top ten. Okay. Uh, right now, no Jared Allen to start the year for the Cavaliers. That When he's back. That is rough. That is going to be rough, not having Jared Allen. That's huge. I put the Sixers above the Cavs, though. Mm. Now, talent from top to bottom, I take Philly. The Cavaliers did add some talent this year, adding George Niang and Max Struess to boost up their shooting ability with Darius Garland and a returning Donovan Mitchell. This Cavaliers team has a lot more depth now. And when Jared Allen comes back, I wouldn't be surprised if this Cavaliers team goes even further than they people thought they could have gone last year. I think they're in the same boat as Philly for me. Prove it now. Let's you've had that. Donovan Mitchell for a couple of years now. You've had Allen for a few years. Your Allen's at the end of his career. Your window's closing. Yeah, but yeah, you have Darius Garland. So you got you got something there. All right. You have Garland, but you know what else do you have for the future? Nothing but that kid. So it's time, Cleveland. Win now. All right, let's go to the West, the team that's coming towards the end of their dynasty, possibly. Well, maybe it already has ended. Golden State Warriors are number six on the top ten. Okay. Last year, Golden State had nine road wins. You believe that? Nine road wins. Well, they're impossible to beat at home, but... Yeah, they were impossible that they could not win on the road. Well, this had better change, but... The big three... won't change until... No, big three. Please stop they're saying big three. They're getting old now. They're, they're the big three is another the year old. The big two. The big two. Rayvon Green is still a big three. No! No! Draymond Green is the most overrated NBA player. Because they came up at the same time. They were drafted. He thinks he's Dennis Rodman. He couldn't hold Dennis Rodman's private part holder. His jock strap. Well, I've been holding. Good news for you. Draymond Green is injured right now and is not starting the season playing. He's hurt right now. Okay. He'll be back for it. Okay. You got Chris Paul. Maybe they'll win some team. road games. You got Chris Paul and you got Andrew Wiggins. And there's, yeah. If you plugged in Andrew Wiggins into that lineup, yeah, there you go. Uh, plug him in, Chris Paul to back up Steph Curry, or even better, how about Chris Paul, Steph Curry start, Steph Curry shooting guard, small forward Clay Thompson. How's that for a ghost small lineup? Wouldn't that make sense, huh? Wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it would. But, you know, Steve Kerr also has shown himself to not be the best coach in the world. Well, should have been, There should have been so many more championships than they've already well, have. And part stubborn. of that's Kerr's fault. Steve Kerr's stubborn. That's what it is. Number five on our top ten is the other team in L.A., the Lakers. Are number No. Five. No, they're not going to be anything this year. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris. No. Chris. Chris loves his Lakers. What do you Chris. expect? Chris. He put him ahead of his Warriors, though. He put him ahead Chris. of his beloved Warriors. Oh, am I sh- am I sensing a uh, fandom shift here, Chris? Chris. Anthony Davis doesn't stay healthy. This this whole Lakers team is going to fall apart. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. They're, the Lakers are just not good. You Maybe. know what I will say, uh, though? Every year LeBron spends in L.A., Losing with superior talent 
is another year that shows that Kobe Bryant was better. Oh, oh, wait. I know all of the LeBron lovers are going to be like, oh, yeah, you see, you're old. You think Jordan is better than LeBron. LeBron had to play against so many people. The GOAT conversation goes between two people in the modern era. That would be Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan because both players, and in fact, Kobe's career ended a lot better than Michael's did. The fact that people are discussing LeBron versus Michael is who's the best. That's disrespect to the Mamba. And every year that LeBron is a Laker, you're seeing more and more how much L.A. just views LeBron as the replacement star. Well, I say the Lakers, it's going to be in for a long season. I pray they even make it in as an eight seed. No, they will. They'll be a fifth. They'll be a fourth, fifth seed. They're just not going to look very good, and they're going to be a first-round exit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to another team in the West that possibly could be very much similar in a situ- situation to the Lakers. Uh, number four is the Phoenix Suns. Now, they got Bradley Beal. Yes. Okay, you have him with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. The Suns. Okay. But then you bring in Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, God, they're and good. all three of these guys, Beal, Durant, Nurkic, have all had injuries. But I think... I think and, the uh, Suns lost the one thing that kept them together. Paul. Losing Chris Paul killed them. I think that's going to be the death nail because now you're relying upon Devin Booker to be the point guard. Yes, that's right. That's and that's right. where everything falls apart, especially since your best offensive weapon, other than Booker, would have then became Mikel Bridges. Chris says Phoenix if has you were going to get. Hold on, if you were going to give away Chris Paul and make Devin Booker the point guard, why the hell did you get rid of Bridges and not DeAndre Ayton? Chris says Phoenix is one of the highest ceilings in the NBA, but its floor is lower than some might think. Their ceiling is the NBA Finals, but the floor could be a second-round exit. Do you agree with that? I think the floor could be uh, playing. You think they're not? You think they don't even make it into the big dance at all? I think their floor could be a playing tournament. Their ceiling is the Finals. Their floor might be a ninth seed. And especially with this brand new Clippers revelation, that might end up. There are very many good teams in the West. Well, the Clippers should be. If the Clippers should overtake the Suns, that's what we expect. Let's see what noise the Clippers make. I am. There are a gigantic glut of Eastern Conference teams missing from this list that should be here. Well, let's go to the next of those big three from the East. Number three on the top 10 is the Boston Celtics. And you know what? I'm not surprised they're up here. We know what the Celtics are capable of doing. And you know what? Adding Kristaps Porzingis to this offense, that should along, be with, along with Drew Holiday, you know how dangerous this Celtics Ooh. team now is? I, 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 I misspoke when I thought that the Bucs were the best team that the, that the East goes through the Bucs. No, I misspoke. I misspoke terribly. Drew Holiday is going to make Milwaukee regret ever making that deal. Really? Could you imagine the type of hatred and just pissed off ire that Drew Holiday is going to play with because Milwaukee thought that he was the reason that they lost? You let Marcus Smart go to the Grizzlies. You let Marcus Smart go to Memphis. 
So that's a big – so you needed somebody that was going to replace the scoring Marcus Smart brought. So now you bring in Drew Holiday. You Who's going to facilitate everybody else to score more points? Drew Holiday, yes, Marcus Smart was great, but he was another point scorer. The Celtics didn't need that. The Celtics needed somebody to distribute two scorers. That's what Holiday is. He's a true point guard. And then you have Porzingis. And his- by the way, that true point guard could drop 20 points on your head when and then he you needs got a- two. And then you got a seven foot three giant in Porzingis who can knock down threes, which is insane. I'm sorry to say. Kristaps Porzingis will start playing in the nightmares of New York Knicks fans all he over this city. The he already for- just beat the Knicks. He scored 30 points in the first, in opening night against the Knicks. <laughs> he scored 30 points. And the nightmares begin. Knicks could have gotten him back with an improved team. They could have gotten Porzingis on a more improved offense. Well, they're stupid. Next. Because they're afraid of injuries as part of that. Anyway, number two on the top ten, staying in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks are number two on the top ten. Okay. Switch them. Switch those two. Uh, Now you have Damian Lillard playing with Giannis and Chris Middleton, right? I mean, that's a that's a pretty uh, – I mean, deep. those two – look, uh, Milwaukee and Boston, I wouldn't – you can't hate on either opinion – Remember, I did just start the show by exclaiming my uh, belief that Mo- that uh, Milwaukee is the best team in the East, and then I remembered the Drew Holiday deal, and then you reminded me about Porzingis, and then you reminded me about that next loss. Okay, well, but here's well, what I was is. more paying attention to the Giants and Jets terribleness. Bucks still the NBA have a- just makes me sick. The Bucks still have a lot of talent on this basketball team. I would of course they do. Laugh at them. I would not take this light. They're the most talented team in the East in terms of like, right? In terms of star power, definitely the most talented. Bucks are two and one to start the year, and you know what? So far, Lillard and Giannis look like they've been working in a pretty uh, as a pretty consistent unit. Both of them combined for fifty eight points today in beating Miami. So there you go. I mean, yeah. What can you ask Lillard to not do for you? It's huge. The key thing is now Middleton barely didn't even play 20 minutes. Middleton's been playing fewer minutes than normal. That is good. Save him. Save him for when you need him. Why do you need Chris Middleton to play 20 minutes a game where you got Giannis and Lillard to do the heavy lifting? Along with Brooke Lopez. And then you have the rest of the bench with Bobby Portis to carry it off the bench. And you got Jake. So why risk Chris Middleton's health at this stage of his career? You also add Cameron Payne to this mix, and you have Cameron Payne on the bench. So this Bucks team's got enough pieces where they can contend. Don't don't get me wrong on that. They the will East be. is stacked. It's the East is stacked. stacked. And now that brings me to the number one team on the top ten. I think we know who number one is. I believe we all know who it is. The defending champions and the Western Conference champions, the Denver Nuggets. Are yeah, and... I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think they could do it again. Especially with another addition they added to their team. They got Justin Holiday on their crew, just as the Celtics got Drew Holiday. So you add Justin Holiday to the Nuggets with Jokic, with Jamal Murray, with Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. They lost Bruce Brown. Okay. But this Nuggets team, I think, is going to be deadlier than they were last year. 
And everyone who spoke doubt upon my prediction last year. I want to speak to you all now. I'm picking the Nuggets to win, even though none of you are doing it. You know how many people are not picking Denver to repeat? Almost every expert wants to say it's LA. It's now they're going to say it's the Clippers. Uh, oh, it's the Celtics. It's the Bucks. You know, the Suns are so much better. You know, it was very fluky that Denver won. You know, they beat a weak Suns team. They beat this. They, they beat him because Jamal Murray was healthy. Yeah. And that's the key again. That is the key again. If Jamal Murray can stay healthy, Murray and Jokic are the best one-two point guard to power forward slash center combo that we've ever seen since Stockton and Malone. Wow. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot right there. And in fact, I think this actually might be better because Murray could score when Stockton was not really a scorer. So this might actually be better. And those two play in such sync because they came on this team around the same time. And, you know, Murray's had a chance to grow into his own. The older he gets, the less injury prone he's going to be. Jokic has been a star for years. Porter Jr. is a sharp shooter, but we need him to take it. The Nuggets need him to take a step forward if they want to repeat. Porter Jr. is going to have to start to be the star they thought he was going to be when they drafted him. Um, well, the Nuggets are 4-0 to start the year already. 4-0, triple-double today for Jokic. No surprise. Everybody used to call them the poor man's warriors. Well, not anymore, because the reason they were always called the poor man's Warriors is because Jokic was always called the poor man's Kevin Durant. Funny how the tables have turned and now Jokic is the more respected player put higher than Durant in terms of skill level. Well, there's still a lot of teams that, you know, you feel like should be on this list. I mean, hey, the Mavericks should be on this list. They're undefeated too right now. With Luka Mavericks, oh. uh, listen, no, I don't agree with that. Mavericks should not be on this list. They shouldn't. Okay, fair, fair. Surprised the Clippers weren't though. Yeah. You know, the Grizzlies are 0-4 start the year. You know, the well, Grizzlies are winless right now. Until you get John Morant back. Yeah, you're, you're not, not going to do anything. For quite a while. John Morant's not coming back for a little while, so. You know, the NRA should be protesting John Morant's suspension. Grizzlies aren't. I don't think the Grizzlies make the playoffs this year. That's what I think. Even when you get Morant back, I don't th I think the damage is already done. 0-4? Remember, Morant's still serving the suspension. Remember, he's serving that suspension. I know, but 0-4, you can't really. I know it's early, look. but. The 25 Clippers, games, you don't have John Morant. 25 the fact that people games. are rating the fact that people rated the Clippers below Sacramento is ridiculous. The LA Clippers are a very talented team. Now with the addition of Harden, they've become that much better. With the addition of Tucker, they've become that much better. Combine that, even though you lost Marcus Morris, so what? Vita Zubats is your uh defensive center wizard right there. You, you don't Batum. you lost Batum. That's a pretty big piece to lose there, you know. It's legit. Tim's a good three point. He's a good defensive player, too. Russell Westbrook is now a bench piece. 
You upgrade, like, think about it this way. Yeah, you lost some people on your bench, but your bench gains Russell Westbrook because who are you starting, Westbrook or Harden? I'm starting Harden. Hell, I might start Harden as the shooting guard. I'd play Kawhi at small, play Paul George at power. There you go. And then Zubac as your center. And then you have Terrence Mann. How filthy is that? And then you got Terrence Mann off the bench in addition to Westbrook. That's filthy, isn't it? It's a lot of death. It's death for sure. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but even though they lost a bunch of bench, a bunch of depth pieces, their depth actually improves with Tucker and Westbrook being bench pieces. Yeah, that's if man uh, is a bench piece now. Well, I want to see what headaches he'll cause with the Clippers compared to what he did with the the Sixers. I, I'm going to be very curious to see. I think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Russell Westbrook will are just going to put him in a room and threaten to shave his beard if he doesn't comply. Oh, they better put him in his place. They must put him in his place. Because all three of them have had better careers than James Harden. Well, Westbrook and Harden. Well, at least in terms of winning. Yeah. Well, we've already seen Westbrook and Harden work together in the past, and that did not win him an NBA title. Now did it. Well, now it's going to be reverse where Harden starts and Westbrook sits. Well, now they're at the tail ends of their careers, at thir- each of them being about 34 years old now. Their time is ticking. They're getting in. That's They're right at the edge of the peak of their prime going into their decline. That's where they are right now. Maybe the both of them, Westbrook and Harden, need to sit in a room. Mm-hmm. And they need to say to each other, listen, one of us is going to have to be the point guard and one of us is going to have to be the scorer. James, I'm going to let you score the basketball. I will be the point guard. I'll step back and let you be the star. In other words, you're going to cater to Harden. Well, because if Russ would have did that with the Oklahoma City Thunder and with Kevin Durant, they would have been a dynasty. So maybe Russell Westbrook learns his lesson and actually takes the step back to let Harden take the step forward. They should have did this many, many years ago in Oklahoma City because Harden should have been on that team forever, as should have Durant, as should have Westbrook. That should have been a dynasty that lasted for years, except Russell Westbrook could not let his ego get out of the way, and neither could James Harden. But everybody and their mother knew that Harden was the better scorer. Well, here's their second chance to make up for lost time. They have to, especially since Russ can't shoot no more. Well, this is your final opportunity, Westbrook, Harden. This is your last opportunity. Yeah, this is the best opportunity they've ever had. I'm sorry. I would take Paul George and Kawhi Leonard over one Kevin Durant any day of the week. Well, we're the P.J. Tucker on the bench with the Terrace man on the bench. That's this is the best shot both of these players have had to win a title. All eyes are on you now. All eyes are on you. Title or bust is what it is now for you. That's yep, the and and the, Clipper, the Clippers shot their shot in a Western Conference that is dominated by one team that honestly, top to bottom, is still better than them in the Nuggets. But can Jamal Murray stay healthy? Here's the thing. We know Harden can stay healthy. We know to an extent Westbrook can stay healthy. However, can Kawhi and Paul George 
stay yeah. healthy. It's a big one. But I think that's why they got James Harden. We're going to find out soon, guys. NBA season has just begun. And it and, and it's heated up already. Unfortunately, there's no fire in New York. Just cold and Give the Knicks pain and misery. Give the Knicks a chance. Let's see what the Knicks become in a, in, by the end of. They're next owned year. by Dolan. They have no chance. They're cursed forever. They've at least and... been in the. Pl- they've at least had some playoff success over the last couple of years. At least now they they have a product to feel excited about, and a coach yeah. that gives a crap about playing tough and actually you know giving everything you've got out there and not just. So quitting. we're back to the '90s. We're just good enough to make the dance, but never good enough to win, and we'll always feel disappointment, even though we all love our players and they all play super hard and they play hard nosed defense, and we have a coach that preaches defense and da 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 da. It's like this as the world turns. General Hospital on ABC. This is the same rerun soap opera we've seen. And no offense, I really don't want to go through a period in the '90s where. We were the team that made the playoffs the most consistently every single season, but never did a damn thing. I don't want that again. I'd rather us just be bad then. Hmm. Amen to that. All right. Well, with that, that's going to conclude our NBA top 10. I want to thank Chris and Tony Maiman for putting that top 10 together for us. And that's going to conclude this special edition of Downtown Sports. And I want to thank Chris, Tony, and everybody that makes this podcast possible. You can listen to us on 23 different platforms on Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Bullhorn, Podbait, Listen Notes, Podcast, Static, Verbal, Castro.fm, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Podvine, Podacy, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and TuneIn. Episodes, Rants, Digital, Market Battle Specials every week. We are Downtown Sports, and we are where sports come home. And since we're recording this on Halloween, happy Halloween, everybody. We hope that you have a uh, very spooktacular time because New York sports fans, we have things to be afraid of going forward. One of our New York teams got a trick. The other got a treat. I think we've all just been tricked. That's all. I think we've all just been tricked. We're out. Thanks for listening. It's Matt. Peace.